BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday that has huge Monday energy, like HME. Such huge. Monday vibes. Huge. Such a beautiful thing to behold. You wake up, you think it's Monday. Nope, it's Tuesday. I hope everyone enjoyed their three or four days off of alarm-free living. I know I did. I feel like everyone, okay, so many things that I we need to recap this weekend, but I feel like everyone had like a really great weekend. Didn't you get that vibe? From I mean, like the peeps Instagram? were out in the masses, right? Even though like the weather was trash, pretty much like on everywhere the eastern on seaboard. the eastern seaboard. I board, board? <laughs> or borg. I think I'm gonna say seaboard because I have no idea what a borg is. Yeah, I'm thinking like a smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely board. It's definitely board. Yes, yeah, seaboard. On the eastern seaboard, the Doesn't weather was really bad, right. but it felt like everybody was having a really good time. I know that we had a really good time, even with the inclement weather. So I'm just really happy for all of us that like we had that time. I mean, I've said it once, I'll say it again. We're living in a post-pandemic world, and people don't want to be found. That's what I'm gathering. And it's actually something I'm really struggling with, because I know it's kind of crazy. I haven't spoken about it. Like, my birthday's on Saturday, and I'm oh, just I thought of- you were going to say that the paparazzi were at <laughs> Shut up. Stop. <laughs> No, my birthday's on Saturday, and, like, honestly, I'm just feeling like I don't really want to celebrate the fact that I'm actually becoming a grandma. But then it's like we're living in a post-pandemic world. I'm really not going to throw myself a birthday party. I feel like this is something maybe a lot of us summer birthday people are struggling with. Um, It's been tough. I think it's what everybody struggles with over the age of, I want to say, 25, because, like, from like 18 to 25 you can get away with just like a pregame for your birthday but like now nobody wants to do that you can get away with like a table at a club nobody wants to no, do we're that. so old now like 20, it has to be it more has civilized to be elevated yeah and like those things take time cost money. Cost money hard to plan where do you get a private venue like it's just so hard no and then it's like having a summer birthday and living in the city it's like people are all over for this for the for the summer like some people are in the Hamptons, some people are away so I know these aren't like real problems, but that's kind of what I'm currently dealing with. Okay, and what I'm dealing with are the FaceTimes, which I do for my birthday. Uh, don't be rude. I'm trying to make you comfortable because I know you're very specific. Wow. Okay. I, honestly, you're you, at the for, like the forefront of my planning because like you hate everything, and I don't want you to like leave early. You know. Wow. I that's like. Thank you for your consideration, but I just want to say that I would say the exact same thing about you. I don't think that's true. I think you would just do whatever you wanted, like for your birthday. No, like you would leave early if you didn't like what was happening. No, by the way, have you met me? I'm literally always the last person at a party. Like I would never leave a party early, especially if it was yours. Okay. You're like the queen of of like Irish exiting. That's you. What? No, it's not. When do I ever Irish exit? You. I'm always the last one at a party. No, no, no. It's actually a problem of mine. I'm working on. Decide that you are done. Yeah. You are gone. Oh, yeah, but And I'm, that could happen at any point in the night. What are you talking about? Like, have you ever been to 
would party with me? What are you talking about? Like, I just know when, if it's not your vibe, like, luckily, a lot of things are your vibe, but if it's not your vibe, like, goodbye. But, like, if it was your birthday, I would never leave early. I no. don't leave early. And I would also never leave your birthday early. I don't know why we're fighting about this. But we're like, it's been very, <laughs> it's been very, like, harmonious you the know, whole time. We're just looking out for each other. But we and also, we're, we're we also don't know each other at all. We're being, like, defensive about yeah. who's looking out for who more. No, I'm really, I just, like, I wasn't, like, trying to compete with you. I was just stating the facts. Like, I really, I'm, like, thinking about you in my planning. Like, that's it. That's so sweet. Thank you. That's so sweet. And you know what? No matter what you do, it's going to be amazing because any opportunity to celebrate you is just always full of love. And then don't you just feel like so stupid? Like planning planning a birthday party? Like I'm a 27-year-old dope who's making like everyone leave their houses like to come celebrate and like sing to me. It just feels very stupid. It's stupid that they would be singing when it should be you singing. 100%. At some point, like birthdays just stop feeling fun and they start like you're very self-aware of like how dumb you are. Does that make sense? No, I agree. And so I don't know what the right balance is. And I think it's like obviously you need to celebrate your birthday like another year trip around the sun post pandemic who am I not to throw a birthday party that's what I'm really struggling with but maybe it's like this expectation of not every year like needs to be like the biggest baddest thing just what do you enjoy most doing what do you enjoy doing the most like sitting in my bed have a house party We'll have a house party we don't need nobody turn your TV off Break that boom box out. No, for real. Like, what do you enjoy doing the most? Like, drinking with my friends and, like, dancing. And in what sort of environment? Indoors, outdoors, daytime, nighttime? Nighttime indoors. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. That's where we differ. It's okay. It's okay. But anyways, just do a little bit of that then. I'm just going to figure it out. It's just something I'm currently, like, digesting. And this is what we do here. We share what's going on in our world. We're processing our emotions. That's what I'm processing, especially coming off such a fabulous weekend. I know, and it must be, I feel for you because you're already thinking about the next one, as you must, because you have this birthday duty. It's a big duty. It's a big, big birthday duty. It's runny. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big dump. Like, it's something I'm, like I said, currently processing. It's running when through me. We just came off of such a great weekend that it feels like we can't even celebrate because it's on to the next. Everyone's tired. I feel like everyone's taking this weekend off because, like, at least for us, I saw people out in spades in the Hamptons. Everyone was like turning up, doing the most. And I just don't know if people are ready to do that again. I really don't. Yeah, but we did have such a great weekend. It was rainy and then sunny. Luckily, we got a day of sun. Bruno and Theo had the best day of their lives. It was such a joy to watch them. Bruno was just running around the yard like in, in circles. laps just because he couldn't believe he had so much space to run. Then he fell in the pool, which was so funny and so cute. But he had I think he was like so glad that he got to swim. I don't think he would have been brave enough to jump in otherwise. So I think he enjoyed the experience. Yeah. And Claudia Is there another was part of that story? Hero because I was. Bruno fell in and he was obviously doggy paddling and we saw him try to get up to the ledge but he couldn't pull himself up. So Claudia jumped in to the cold pool and Freezing. pushed him up to the ledge. Rescued Bruno. And everyone keeps talking about this story and like leaving out the part where I was the hero. Like was it not heroic? Because I wouldn't have fucking done it if, no, it, it, was, if it, it wasn't was going to get attention. Brew, was, Brew has been talking about it. He was like, wow, I didn't even know she liked me. <laughs> it was fucking traumatizing, like, seeing him. And everyone was, like, frozen, like, ugh, ugh. And then you were like, Claudia, go. Well, you were the closest. <laughs> it was just traumatizing. But, yes, amongst many things I did this weekend, I did save Bruno. And I am a local hero. Yes, and Bruno was so grateful for every, every experience he had this weekend. It was really, like, the best of his life and we got to spend like so much QT with Michaela it was really just a well-rounded weekend like we sat we drank we ate we did all we the ate. things like boy the, did we and the weather I have to say like a lot of people were complaining the eastern seaborg was very rainy but like I'm not gonna lie on Saturday I think that if it hadn't rained my life would be completely different how so 
because on Saturday we spent the whole day inside watching Are You the One? Yes. Because we were looking for something like neutral to watch with the whole group and like something not that serious. And Jackie was just like, what about Are You the One? And I'd actually never seen it. And we put on a random season and like, I'm telling you, the whole house was invested. It is such a good show. I've been trying to tell you, we watched season two. If any one of you Are You the One stands are out there, it's the season with the 11th girl, which really complicated everything. So unnecessarily, because then by the end of the season, they realized that they just left her out the whole time. Like the show would be unaffected. Right. But it was so good. I've watched every season except for the most recent one because I lost MTV for a while there when, like, DirecTV dropped MTV. I Um, love when the networks go on strike and, like, we get affected. No, literally. So I never saw the most recent season. I actually thought there were more seasons that I missed, but apparently it was just one. There's only two on Netflix. There's only two on Netflix. Like, bring back the other seasons to Netflix. It's such a good show. I'm so glad that you saw it for what it is. Like, it's genuinely an interesting premise. Yes. And the people have nothing to lose. They really find find like the biggest freaks from all across our great nation and it's wonderful to see like this just like gathering of weirdos it's so good the premise of the show is great the casting is great and honestly like it was I was so involved I don't know when this season aired like five years ago but I was so involved like as if it was no, it today involved, it aired in like 2015 I think okay so like six years okay. ago what did I say five <laughs> Sorry, that's just like, it feels like when you watch it, it feels like it aired 10 years ago, like based on the clothes. The clothes and like the camera quality and just like the whole editing was very like real world. And literally, I felt like if you had told me the show was filmed in 2005, I would have believed you. Yeah, especially after, and we'll recap it later, coming up, I had just watched Too Hot to Handle. So watching that, one on a, like just, I'll give a compliment to Too Hot to Handle, like stunning visually, the yeah. colors, everything, the brightness, like the camera work. And then to go to something that was filmed six years ago, you actually do see a difference. Um, so that's a plus in Too Hot to Handle's um, column. But then watching Are You the One right after Too Hot to Handle just underscores how horrible of a show Too Hot to Handle is. And I stand by my statement and I've actually converted some people. Claude, tell them what you I'm think. I'm such a fucking hater. <laughs> We're going to do a whole TV recap segment, but I don't even know if it was because like we fell in love with Are You the One and then we started watching Too Hot to Handle. It, those last like four episodes are a crime against humanity. They were dreadful like I was full of dread it was so fucking horrible so boring stretching like trying so hard to make another episode it was so fucking bad I want to get into it because there's a lot of offline no no online drama like the cast and crew oh you gotta share I don't know anything so we're gonna do a whole tv recap segment on there um because we didn't watch the bachelor last night but if you're looking for a bachelor recap the snatchler episode is out soon so maybe by the time this episode just keep checking it's there yeah, Snatcher. Oh, I need to catch up with her. Um, so I'm going to be listening to Snatcher just to find out what's going on in Snatcher's universe. Yeah, that's what we have to do just to keep up with our sister. So sad. Miss you, Snatcher. I love you if you're listening. I actually made her listen to an episode of The Toast because they, uh, her and Nicole were driving and they were bored. And I was like, why do you listen to a podcast? Why don't you listen to the motherfucking toast? So true. And they did. They listened to a, almost a whole episode. And almost? <laughs> yeah. Then I think they switched to Joe Rogan. I would too. <laughs> no, but like, come on, Satchel. It's great stuff here. Learn your lesson. It's good stuff. Like, this is a hilarious show. We are so premium, so hilarious. I actually met so many toasters in the wild. Um, when I was out in Montauk on Sunday, they were all asking for you. I forgot to tell you this, but oh I said, it's, I said, it's nine o'clock. Grandma's asleep. Like, wow. and you literally were. Wow, okay, I went to sleep like 11 o'clock. Cause I, I, heard, I heard you guys went up at 10. But I was up late reading, oh. so technically... Oh, the grandma stayed up late to read. <laughs> Look at her. So, so you set me up for that, that joke. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Is it? I know in my soul that I'll say something today, and then in four days you're like saying the same thing. 100%. Like I... All it takes is four days. 
just four like, days. Just, just like, like Chase. Just like Chase. <laughs> so, let's save it for the TV okay, recap. Because I have a funny story. Everything I just want to say is about too hot to handle. Where Claudia came around four days later. Yeah, and it's like killing me. It's, I'm like it's oozing out of me the hatred. So we will get there, but we have a designated hatred segment. Yeah, it's too hate to handle. <laughs> <laughs> too hate to handle. I'm so excited for that. So I think without further ado, do 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 do. Where are you right here sleeping because he's dreaming about the most amazing weekend that he had. It is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode of The Morning Toast is brought to you by Pros. Most of you guys have probably heard us singing the praises of Pros, the most the world's most personalized hair care. And for those who haven't, we want to tell you about the incredible incredible results we are seeing since using customized Pros products. So I've definitely seen an improvement in my hair texture, so it's I like to pride myself on having like shiny and smooth hair and sometimes um, if I don't really take care of my hair, it can get kind of dull, and that's how I know it's like time for a refresh. And with pros, I'm no- noticing like a bounce back in my hair. It's bouncier, it's more shiny, it's more smooth, and everyone's like complimenting me, like your hair is so shiny. I'm like, girl, it's pros. Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. They have given over a million consultations with their in-depth quiz, which is how we got started too. Super easy to take the quiz. Um, they ask questions that like you might not even think of when it comes to hair, so it's like a really full, well-rounded quiz. They analyze over 85 factors. They determine a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. They also have a review and refine feature, which lets you tweak your formulas based on any changes of address, hair color, or your diet. So if you want to get healthy hair, Pros is a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Literally. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today when you go to pros.com slash toast. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash toast for your free in-depth hair consultation. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They'll take the products back, no questions asked. Thank you for that, Claudia. Now I feel ready to get into our first story of the day, which is some happy couple news. Actually, three out of five today are happy couple news. So I'm happy for them. The couples are really happy. The couples are quaking. First up, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are married. It was a picture-perfect day for Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. The superstar couple said their I do's on Saturday in an intimate at-home wedding at Shelton's Ranch in Tishomingo, Oklahoma. And on Monday, Gwen posted a series of romantic photos from their nuptials to Instagram, writing, dreams do come true. He wore jeans and <laughs> she wore sky-high cowboy boots. I saw it. It was really cute. Like, Obviously, everyone's, you know, wedding taste is unique to them. And I felt like you could have showed me this wedding with no people in it. And I would have known exactly whose it was. Like, it was very true to them. I really think they're a wonderful couple. I'm so glad that, like, they've both found each other. They're, they feel like a couple that has been together for 50 years. Like, they're so OTP. Yeah. This wedding, they always do everything, like, very true to them, themselves. And I really, like, I ship hardcore. I totally agree. I love that they have their own style. Mm-hmm. And they've also really blended their two styles, which are not very similar. No, like to rock, be- glam, and country. Right. And they've made this rock, glam, country vibe for themselves. And I think that they are a very happy, well-suited couple. Me and too. I'm happy for them. Also, I feel like they have been together for a really long time because they have been. I feel like they were engaged for a while also. Yes. And I feel like in the beginning of their relationship, they moved really quickly. And yes. then they were like engaged for a long time. It's just interesting. Nothing like, no commentary about that. Yeah. Just an interesting timeline. timeline. Um, but I'm happy to see that they're officially married now and I wish them all the love in the world I just can't believe and this is a relationship that makes me like each one of them more, more because I was never a Blake Shelton stan nor Gwen Stefani but I do ship the two of them together you know and the fact that they both fell in love with each other when they really come from different worlds makes me just like 
I don't know, like die for them in a way. Like, I think it's so sweet. <laughs> not to be dramatic. Not to be dramatic, but like I would literally take a bullet chip in front of a bus for them. <laughs> no, for real. Like, and also the thing that I find so interesting is of course, whenever I think about Blake Shelton and his like dating drama, like I always think about Miranda Lambert, who's like my new queen. I know I used to like talk the most shit on her, but as we've learned, sometimes all it takes is four days um, for me to change my mind. So I obviously am now thinking like what's going through Miranda's mind because they were like the queen and king of country. I, I can't believe, I don't even remember being present in that moment. Like you when, they, when they used to show up to award shows together, like that was an iconic, I'm sorry, love to both of them, an iconic moment in country history. Yeah, and you weren't present for it because again, we weren't fans of either of them really. So they were just like a longstanding country couple that you didn't like appreciate when you had. Yeah, and you're right about like them being together makes them so much more likable because to me, like Blake Shelton by himself is like honestly, like not that great of a country singer and kind of like old news. And Gwen Stefani is the true definition of a has-been. But together, he is the king of country. She is the king of whatever it is that she does. And, like, they are going to the moon. It's just interesting how, you know, views change. It is interesting how views change. And Do you not agree with that? No, I, I agree. <clears throat> I think that before these two got together, I would have definitely looked at Blake Shelton as just, like, another male Luke country Ryan. singer yeah right but now even looking at him on his own because this relationship has made me see him through a different lens now I think he's everything of the sort but I, I think you were not wrong in your critique but harsh <laughs> have we met <laughs> no also you know what really kind of when Blake Shelton goes to bed he should get on his knees and thank god for it every single day the voice yeah yeah because well, it brought these two together well that of course but also his career I feel like could have been heading in a direction that was kind of monotonous or like dead end, but he really got to showcase his very funny personality on the show. I really feel like that show gave him, first of all, like another 15 years of like A-list stardom mm -hmm. and like opened him up to an entirely new fan base. Yeah. Like that show like saved him. No, I'm sure he credits the show for a lot of things, including the love of his life. Right, like Ariana When would Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton ever have had a conversation if not for the voice mixing genres? No, it's so true. And some, some celebrities go on the voice like to lend their platform to the voice. Like Ariana Grande is doing, you know, the Lord's work. Even like Nick Jonas, like didn't really need the voice. But then some. No, but like, he does feel a need to always prove himself and show yes. that he is smart and talented and but more than just some a people Jonas use that job on The Voice to like literally breathe life into their career. Like, remember, I mean, it was a long time ago, but like CeeLo Green, mm -hmm. like changed the game for him. Even yeah. Adam Levine a little bit. Like, he was kind of like, Meh. right. Well, also, I feel like The Voice brought Blake his best friend, Adam Levine, who was absent from the wedding. But in a voice fun fact, Carson Daly officiated, which is just like so. Oh my God, that's so sweet. So sweet. So you know he has an appreciation for, for the, the voice. voice. Okay, that's honestly, and he's a down home Southern man. I feel like he knows where his roots are and his roots are on the voice. They really are. Yeah. Wait, that's so cute that Carson Daly officiated. Yeah. Because he hosts the voice for those who don't know. Which you might not, honestly. Yeah, because honestly, I low-key don't watch a voice. It's hard for me to, like, watch other people live out my dreams, you know? Yeah, but you could take your talents to the voice at any time. No, I just don't want to, like, wait to to audition for any of those types of shows. Like, you literally have to wait online for Not a full day. Not the voice. They, they kind of source people based on internet presence. Like, you can send in videos and stuff. Mm, maybe I'll do and that. They, and they only choose people who can actually sing. You never hear someone on the voice who's bad. Do you want to hear, like, a really funny story? Sure. Is so, it when I was in, like my freshman year of college every semester at college I took a two credit singing class because it was super easy and then by the time I graduated I like 
took like one class because all these voice credits every semester added up to like 16 credits, whatever. And they were just like fun. And even though like I had to sing like classical music, it was just like I got to sing for an hour a day. And my freshman year, I was going to try out for X Factor like 100%. And I was telling my voice teacher like, this is what I'm training for. Like I want to try out for the voice. And like we did classical music, but she helped me. I was going to sing Lego House by Ed Sheeran. Like I had like this whole thing planned. And like the, the week came that we were going to try out and Ben was going to drive me and like something came up and like he couldn't go. So of course, like, okay, I lost my ride. Like I just didn't try out. Like I didn't even try after that. Like Ben wasn't going to take me and I wasn't going to make like you, you know, like Ben was like, Ben was out. I was out. Yeah. And I did not have the heart to tell my voice teacher when I got back to school, like the, after the weekend that I tried out. So like we, we got, she was like texting me all weekend and then we got to class and she was like, how was it? It was a one-on-one class. She was like, how was it? And like, I actually didn't have the heart to tell her that like, I just couldn't get a ride. So I didn't go. And I was like, it was amazing. I'll hear back any minute. Yeah. And I never heard from her again. Her name was Jenny. She was really nice. That's nice. She was like a TA, like a grad, grad student who like teaches like, yeah, she was really cool. Very nice. Yeah. Wasn't meant to be. Wasn't meant to be. But like, I can't help but think like if Ben... Whatever came up for Ben that day, like, hadn't come up. I could be Camila Cabello. Or you could just be, like, one of those people who, oh, wasn't she on that one episode of That's X Factor? so mean. <laughs> like, so hurtful. No, I, that's no just, I, I don't think that was your path. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, when I used to see Fifth Harmony, like, going out and about, I definitely felt, like, a deep connection. Like, in some other life, like, I could have been a part of that group. A lot of those girls were interchangeable. No offense, Allie. Or they could have been Sixth Harmony. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Why does someone, like, why? There's room for all of us. I think we, we all, all deserve to be in Fifth Harmony. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for our next happy couple news story? HCN? For sure, for sure. It's a lot of HCN today, so sorry if you're not in the mood. Pete, sorry if you just got dumped. <laughs> literally, is what I meant. Pete Davidson matches with girlfriend oh, so Phoebe Devner for Wimbledon date. Okay, you guys. Pete Davidson and Phoebe, a.k.a. Daphne Bridgerton, we're at Wimbledon this weekend being so fucking cute. I know. If there was any, like, non-believers in this relationship beforehand, and I'm sure there were a lot because, no offense, like, Pete Davidson is, like... A, a doubtful person. Yeah. yeah. In relationships. Um, there's no more doubt here because they literally look so in love and so cute. No, like, it honestly killed me because, like, these were the most premium pictures and they were so candid. Like, sometimes you can tell when celebrities know they're being photographed and they'd be, like, cute on purpose. No, they were just, like, accidentally caught in, like, a cute moment. I'm sure it was, like, one of thousands they had that day. And it was actually, it was difficult. And I think a lot of people, um, I feel this way about this and I think some of our other happy, happy couple news, which is Olivia Wilde. Yeah. yeah. It's killing me. Um, no, I'm, like, happy for them. It's just, honestly, I don't know who I'm more jealous of. Like, I'm kind of jealous of Phoebe. Of course, she gets like be with Pete Davidson, who's like so funny and cute, and she also got to like make out with Bridgerton, the Duke of Hastings. Hastings. So like, she's just like having a really good year, and also she gets to hook up with Nico Tortorella on Younger. She's just like having she gets cast in like good shit. Like I'm jealous of her, but I'm also jealous of Pete Davidson. Like first of all, he gets to be with like the the it girl of the the moment, like the diamond of the season. Literally, like she's so it right now. She's of the moment, current. And I kind of just want to be either one of them. Like, I'll take either. I don't care. Yeah. No, just, I, I agree. It's hard. It's really hard to see other people living your dreams. Yeah. And just, like, to be so effortlessly. Like, stunning. stunning and happy. Happy and, like, sitting outside. <laughs> see, you can be, there's two no, types of couples. Have, at, there are two types of couples at Wimbledon. Phoebe Bridgerton and. Bradley Cooper. And No. What? Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgerton. And Pete Davidson. 
and Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper and Irina Shayk. You're either fighting like because you can't see or it's hot or you're complaining about something or you're just so blissfully and naturally happy that like everyone around you wants, wants to kill you. And I think I'm definitely more of an Irina Shayk and a Bradley Cooper because I'm miserable anytime I leave my house, especially if it's an outdoor event. Yeah. Um, but I, just knowing that there are Pete Davidsons and Phoebe Bridgertons out there yeah, no, it definitely makes me happy. It may, and it also makes me want to like strive to be naturally happy <laughs> when out in public. Yes, Na- yes. Naturally happy and just like naturally just like so stylish. Like what is that outfit? Like stylish, it, effortless, casual, comfortable. Completely fancy. not ever been done before. It's just like it really is something like it's something to see. These pictures I'm gonna remember for a long time. Yeah, they give me major Meghan Markle, Harry movie star blue dress like some certain photos just strike you certain photos just strike you i agree but i wouldn't compare these to those because those ones were like they they, it was paparazzi like they knew and it was like a magical movie moment that that was that they were aware of but this sort of like candid um in the wild moment like i'll just be thinking about for a while no i mean in the way that they striked me yes i understand in the way that, that they strike but they strike differently they strike differently but like the way that you know these photos of people I've never met like can really kind of bother me like because it's not me and like it means so much jealousy like I just didn't know I could feel that way about a picture okay well which I think is a great segue into our next story yeah you're about to feel that way about a picture again because Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde can't keep their hands off of each other in Italy in photos exclusively obtained by page six the couple can be seen enjoying themselves on a yacht in Monte Argentario a scenic region in South Tuscany where they've been vacationing for the past week the book smart director and the former One Direction crooner were seen dancing, reading, kissing, and cuddling. I think we the can boat. start calling Harry Styles something other than a former One Direction band member. Like he's I mean, done quite a lot. He's won Grammys. But where's the lie? I mean, I guess you could also call me like the former Morning Breath co-host, but like that would just be outdated. Yeah, but there's truth, of course. Um, they spent the afternoon sipping wine and going for a dip in the sea. A dip in the pool. Don't. But a they trip should not the be spa. swimming in the sea. Don't swim in the sea. No, this is the thing. I saw these pictures and it definitely took me like a full hour to kind of process how I was feeling about them. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, this isn't the first time we've seen Harry Styles on a yacht. It's kind of like his go-to move with girls he's dating. There are some of the most sickening pictures, ones that stroke me as well, um, of him and Kendall Jenner on a boat. Like she was like straddling him. It was just like difficult to see, but it was kind of stunning. Um, and these I really took time to process and I realized after seeing them, I do not like them. Okay. Why, I do not like these photos why, at all. Why don't you like them? Well, Too much jealousy? Well, one, jealousy, jealousy. I just, that should be me. It really should. And it's disgusting that it's not. And it's disrespectful that they would do this right in front of me. Uh-huh. And honestly, I'm sorry. Maybe people won't like this. Like, I don't ship, like, at all. Like, I don't think these pictures were cute. <laughs> what? Like, just because you hate them so much? Or you're just like, you Meh. actually don't? Meh. I just, like, don't ship. Like, at fucking all. Does anyone see these pictures and think, like, great couple? No, I was like, get away from my boyfriend. Okay, so it's just rooted it's in No, I'm telling you, it's definitely, like, 70-30. Jealousy, 70. But just genuine, like distaste for the two of them 30 okay i can see that i wonder if other people feel that Maybe way like 80 20 i'm yeah. not like so crazy like I, I like harry styles a lot i don't want like the stylers coming for me or anything but i'm not like we already I, have the smilers I, I don't think that he's like my boyfriend or anything so what? i can just like look at this objectively okay you know I, I mean? okay that's great to have an objective opinion like what do you think when you see these two together because i can't tell if it's my blinding rage but i think they're a terrible couple <laughs> 
Like, I'm happy for a happy couple, but I think it's a little overrated. Yeah, like, I just don't see them working. But they do look, like, really happy and in love and, like, reading, kissing, and drinking wine. Like, how much fun is that? I sound like Ina Garden. (laughs) (laughs) Reading, fun, and drinking wine. (laughs) No, but she always says, like, how fun is that? Yeah, she does. You've been watching too much Discovery Plus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I and the fans will know. How fun is that? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm not really thrilled. You don't ship even though they're on one. Yeah, literally. Like, I don't know. I just, I saw these pictures and I'm like, I don't think this is it. This do you is think not how Harry's story ends. Do you think you're biased ends. because of the age difference? Well, you know, I like to be honest. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm very, think it's weird. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. What's the age difference? Ten years. Okay, that's really not like that big he's of a deal. He's 27, she's 37. It's really not that That's big honestly of a deal. like pretty appropriate. But maybe he just like looks really young. Yeah. And like she has kids, so like she looks more mature to me. I don't know. I just I don't like it. And I don't really feel like I have to give you a reason. Okay, no, but I feel like you've 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 given us I, I feel like I can understand where you're coming from. No, like when I first heard it's about like, it. This is your man, like you love him so much, and if he's gonna be like flaunting his relationship in front of you, you want it to be like with the right person. Yeah, and like when I saw those yacht pictures of him and Kendall, like I was so jealous, but the pictures were, like, so perfect that I really couldn't even be that upset. Like, they really are, like, sorry, like, a perfect match, you know? Very mm-hmm. are you the one. But I just don't feel that way about these photos. And when I heard that they were dating, like, a couple months ago, I'm like, cute, like, whatever, on-screen romance. Um, now it's just, like, it's gone on long enough. Like, let's call it quits. Okay, but we're still in the middle of summer, so I feel like they're going to they're gonna ride out the rest of the summer at the least. Yeah, and I just feel like, again, like, this is what I'm thinking. Like, with Phoebe Bridgerton, like with Olivia Wilde, I don't really feel like it's fair that, like, she got to be married to Jason Sudeikis. Like, he's such a cutie. He's so funny. Like, everyone loves him. He's like a Jason Segel. Like, you get that for, like, 10 years, and then, like, you just bounce back with Harry Styles. Like, honestly, you need to date someone ugly. It's not fair, like, for the rest of us. Mm. And those are my feelings. Okay. And I'm entitled to them, so please don't come for me. You are entitled to them. Anything left to say about the happy couple news in general before we move on to our next story? Yeah, I'm going to start um, like tweeting mean things about Harry and Olivia and make it from my IP Vanish so no one can know where it's coming from. <laughs> That's great. Today's sponsor is IP Vanish, a virtual private network VPN for short, which is a super important tool that helps you safely browse on the internet. You can use a VPN on your computer, tablet, phone, or even things like a fire stick. When you use a VPN, all your data becomes encrypted, encrypted so what you're reading, searching, and watching becomes private, whatever it is that you're doing. What you're doing on the internet is absolutely nobody's business, so IP Vanish helps you remain anonymous and secure on the internet. So for listeners of our show, IP Vanish is offering an incredible 65% off for just $3.49 for the first month or $31.49 for the year. Here's everything you get with IP Vanish. Anonymous IP addresses, which means your personal IP can't be tracked, so if you say something mean about a certain Hollywood couple. No one knows where it's coming from. You can also circumvent any online censorship and get protection when using public Wi-Fi. So go to ipvanish.com slash toast to claim your 65% savings plan starting at $3.49 or $31.49 for a year. Now's the time to, time to sign up. With our discount and the current promotional offerings, you get a 65% off their usual price. It's the best of the best. Check out ipvanish.com slash toast to get our deal and start protecting yourself online. Thank you for that, Claudia. You could also use it to say nice things about people. Anonymous, nice comments. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes. nice. Yeah. Um, we're done with the happy couple news, right? Yes. Thank you, God. Yeah. It's just back to regular old news. Actually, two stories so different from one another. First and fourth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Meghan McCain is leaving The View. Yes. She says leaving The View was not an easy decision as she settles into life in D.C. Meghan McCain has officially announced her exit from The View after nearly four years. She shared the news with viewers during Thursday's episode of The Daily Talk Show, noting that she will remain until the end of the month. A source told people earlier that day that the decision to leave was Meghan's. She said, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. I'm here to tell you all, my wonderful co-hosts and viewers at home, that this is going to be my last season here at The View. I will be here through the end of July to finish out the season with all of you which I am grateful for this was not an easy decision it took a lot of thought and counsel and prayer and talking to my family and my close friends and you know look COVID has changed the world for all of us and it changed the way at least for me the way I'm looking at life the way I'm living my life and the way I I want my life to look like she cited her life in Washington DC with her husband as a reason for her departure basically doesn't want to come back to New York. But I assume they're still virtual, but the season ends in July. I think they come back from hiatus like at the end of August or September and they'll be back in studio hopefully because like they're like the last show. Like Andy Cohen's back, everyone's back. And yeah. so they're still virtual. Um, seems like they're going to finish out this season being virtual and she doesn't want to move back to New York, which I guess I can understand. But Makes she also sense. had a baby. Like life is so different now after COVID. So I just found it shocking because for the most part, the hosts on The View stay, like, forever. It's like a lifetime. It's like a retirement job, like, for the most part. Like when I think of The View, it's a constant revolving door. When I think of the conservative voices on The View, I think of it more as, like, there's, I can, like, there was, like, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and I forget who, I don't, I don't really watch The View, but there's kind of a revolving door, but, like, Joy and Whoopi, like, Barbara Walters, like, the mainstays, like, stay on forever. Okay. It, that's how I see it, but again, that, that I don't watch. That makes sense. That does make sense. So a, a lot of people are now asking, like, who is going to fill in for her. And I think everyone's pretty much decided it's Anna Navarro who fills in a lot. Oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. I don't, I don't know, really know who that is because, again, I don't watch the video. I, I catch it sometimes. Um, sometimes, like, Zach is watching, so I'll um, perk up. Or if they're having an interesting conversation, or I'll see, like, a clip on social media. So they definitely have interesting conversations. Agreed. And I think the fact that they showcase a lot of different voices is really why it's popular yeah why it's popular and I feel like a lot of people feel represented by the show so I feel like a lot of people are curious who's going to take this spot to bring on someone who's like kind of on sometimes it does feel anticlimactic because I feel like Megan McCain like is leaving some big shoes to fill because I think she represents how a lot of women feel honestly though like you could not pay me a billion dollar salary <laughs> to be on this show first of all like I can't deal with conversation. Like, I would just start crying. First of all, every episode I would cry. Second of all, oh my God, people are so fucking mean because it's kind of like a, it gets very heated a yeah. lot because it's a political show and people are arguing from different sides of the aisle. And it gets so personal so fast. Like, every time I'm on Twitter, someone from The View is trending and they're like, people are saying the mean, people say the meanest things about me, like Megan McCain's hair. And they just make like so much fun of her like appearance, which has nothing to do with her political. It's so mean. Like, I would literally, if I was on The View for one day, I would cry and quit. Like, it's the hardest job. So, I don't know if I was in the running, but I will not take the job. No, I don't know if you were in the running either, but I, I can't see you as being a good fit. I would it's just, cry. But it also was so crazy how they, the women even, have these really heated conversations with each other and then are like, no, we're great friends. Like they, For I the most part. For, but like, I watched the segment because, by the way, Brian Kelly was on The View the day Megan announced her departure, which was just like kind of crazy. Um, and they all like said nice things to Megan. So I watched the whole episode because I was waiting for Brian. And... It's very clear that Joy does not like Megan. Like, she, I feel like Megan and Whoopi fight, but they, like, love each other, like, mother-daughter. Joy, like, hates Megan. That's the vibe that I get. And it's not, like, it's beyond just the, the, the fighting about politics. Because for the most part, everyone fights about politics, and they all still love each other, and they work together. I think Joy hates Megan. That's just, like, a vibe that I get. Okay, you're probably right, but it's just, like, I feel like every time Megan was on Watch What Happens Live, which was often, mm -hmm. um 
she's she asked about it and she says that they have a really good relationship maybe that's just her like taking the high road yeah. and not wanting to like air their feud yeah but I kind of just took that at face value like they leave it all at the show and that they have a good relationship behind the scenes now reports are like coming out that the women wouldn't didn't want to do the show with her anymore but they always say shit like that and even when Megan left she was like when not when she left when she made her like departure speech she said like just honestly if anyone is listening like she really spoke directly to the media and how they like talk about and regard the women of the view when what they do is like so hard and like so civilized and it's so it's honestly like such healthy political conversations which is so rare in this day and age and she said like the way that we get written about is disgusting and like if we were five men doing this job which there isn't a job isn't a tv show where five men talk about like the hottest hot button issues whatever um they would be spoken about so differently and so it's true there is like always these reports and I'm inclined to believe none of them because yeah. exactly what Megan said like the way that they get spoken about is disgusting so you don't believe them I, I don't think that I do but I do also think there's more with the whole joy thing oh but this one I'm just in page six this morning said the view ladies were at their wits end before Megan's exit and that Whoopi made it clear that she didn't want to work with her anymore see I don't think that's true because from what I've gathered pretty much from just following Megan on Instagram was that her and Whoopi are really close and Whoopi was really close with her dad and like like when Megan decided to take the job, like John McCain and Whoopi like had this whole conversation, like they're close family friends. So I don't think that's true. Yeah, I, I, I'm inclined not to think that is true. This story now makes me want to read that book, Ladies Who Punch. I was literally just going to say And that. I probably should read it. I would probably love it. Yeah. And maybe it would give me more insight into whether or not I should believe these rumors. Yeah. But again, but like, I also think the idea of like you moved out of the city during COVID and like you don't want to move back here and that's the only way you can continue doing your job. It's something that probably a lot of people are struggling with. Yeah, and I can imagine being like, no, you know, this Our is, life this is how I see my life. Yeah. I don't want to go back to that hellhole. I wonder what she'll do next, though. Yeah. We'll I don't see. Know. We'll see. I feel like there's a lot that she could do. And we'll keep you abreast on who gets that seat, but I feel like it's going to be Ana Navarro. Like, she's a guest host all the time and those jobs are usually like, meant for training people who eventually are going to take a seat you think so not to bring in like a bigger name i don't know i don't know i'll have to i'll check it out check it out okay our fifth and final story is not so much a story as a listicle that i found interesting and funny i fucking hate listicles okay but this list because like buzzfeed and they're like okay 24 cheeses you need to eat if you're a virgo like what (laughs) but this one is cnbc it's a business listicle can you go with that a mystical? A sure. These are the 24 overused words and phrases that make you sound pretentious, according to grammar experts, that your managers and your direct reports do not want to hear you say. In oh, you mean place. in a business sense? Yes. Okay, in a business obviously sense. the first, uh, and I definitely know two of them. Okay. Sorry. Oh. Sorry to bother. No. Or just. No, but uh, that's uh, like a different, um, okay, that's fine. a different listicle okay. of like. Wow, I didn't get any of them. Okay, no, but these are. Sorry, you won't feel, it's two separate things. Okay, I'm just going to go through all of them. They're all pretty much like phrases that like two words or three words that all mean the same thing and you're just using extra words. Okay. First is 3 a.m. in the morning. 3 a.m. is morning. Who the fuck says that? Apparently people. Also, absolutely. How did you get a job if you say that? Also, absolutely essential means the same thing. Again, who the fuck is speaking like this? Next, actual fact. I feel like we could say that sometimes. Okay, I okay, I could see myself saying that, yeah. Next, at this point in time. At this What's wrong po- with that? Most uh why not just say now? <laughs> at this point, yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I feel like that's like a little dramatic. Yeah. It's fine to say that. I'm taking that one off the list. Next. Depreciate in value. 
well, I guess like depreciate, depreciate alone inherently means, means to lessen in value. Yeah. Next, eliminate completely. Eliminate means completely remove. No, sometimes you need like an extra oomph. Like if you really feel strongly that the Mackenzie file needs to be eliminated immediately or whatever. No, but that's different than eliminated completely. No, like. No, I think like sometimes when like a, someone, a subordinate is not understanding that the McKenzie file needs to be, what is it? Eliminated completely. Eliminated completely. Like you have to, you know, rule with an iron fist. Sometimes I think an extra oomph goes a long way. Okay, so we're going to take that one out. Yeah. Combine together. <laughs> okay, that's stupid. Who says that? <laughs> or, I guess I could see myself saying like, we should combine these two parties together. Or join together. That's like a phrase I would think. But Come together right now. About at this time. Only. End result. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. The result is at the end of something. Not always. An unexpected result on your journey. These are like really harsh. You know, when like whoever wrote this, like I don't want to work for you. Like you're <laughs> so nitpicky. Next. Estimated at about. I never even heard of those words. Like all three of them. I, I'm not familiar. Okay. Exact same. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> it's the exact same. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Favorable approval. Like, I can't even imagine one circumstance where I would ever say that. She received favorable approval. This is a mouthful, but why is it wrong? Because um, approval is always favorable. Oh, I guess. It would be like favorable feedback. Yeah. Okay. That actually, that low-key tracks. Yeah. Next one. Feel badly. For some people, uh, for some reason, many people think adding the lead to bad makes it sound better. So they say, I feel badly instead of I feel bad, but that's wrong. Well, you do sound like a two-year-old, like, I feel bad. <laughs> but then if you say, I feel badly, you're like a sophisticated businesswoman. So yeah, it's like that Winnie the Pooh um, meme where he's like smoking a cigar. Yeah, like you're I elevated. Feel badly. So honestly, I think that one can say. Okay. General consensus of opinion. No, general consensus, period. Great. In close proximity. Why? Oh, because proximity means close? Yes. So just say close. Honestly, like I'm like, getting angrier and angrier <laughs> with this article. Like leave <gasps> people alone. This next one is so hurtful. Everything of the sort? In my opinion. Why? What's when you're sharing that? a perspective or insight, readers will already get the concept. It's your opinion. This is like, no. Sometimes you need to Sometimes you need to be clear. Sometimes, and sometimes you need to like couch your language like so that you're not like correcting someone and being rude just be like in my opinion I right. that. not like they should be this way right because so much of like being in the corporate space is not about speaking perfectly it's about not stepping on other people's toes so you have to say things like you know the general consensus like you have to you have to and it's that's about not hurting people's feelings that's on corporate culture. culture so if you want people to not talk like this it starts at the top not at the bottom in the emails 100% thank you <laughs> Next one. In the final analysis. Yeah, that's dumb. Finally. Or in my analysis. Mm -hmm. In the process of. Totally, perfectly fine. Leave us alone. Yeah. Most unique. Why? Unique means unlike anything else. So you can't have gradations of uniqueness. It's unique, plain and simple. Oh, that's so silly and so dumb. Yeah. Past history or past memories, past records, which, you know. It's a double negative. It's just like a double whatever, but... It's a double tense. Sometimes you got to hit that word count in the email. <laughs> you can't just be sending like a two-sentence email. Yeah, no, I'm very, 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 very grateful and appreciative of your time and effort. Yeah. Postpone until later. 
I guess. I'm like over this article. Oh. But you don't think some of our business savvy toasters would want to know. There's nothing that. useful in here. The only Who wrote one, this? CNBC. Why don't you work on some new episodes of American Greed and stop wasting your time on these dumbass listicles? Leave it to BuzzFeed, okay? It's going to be like, which business jargon is your cancer sign? Like, shut up. Shut up. Seriously, shut the What business up. jargon do you think is your cancer sign, though? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Because I'm constantly out of office. Yep. What about you? Um, oh, I love business jargon so much. I know. Circle back. I love to circle back. Um, you also love to follow up by EOD. Yeah, but I also like when I text and stuff, like I talk in business jargon. Yeah, I don't even realize my friends say that I text so formally, like especially if I'm like writing to them just in a capacity of seriousness. Like if, you know, I'm asking a favor or something, hey guys, like don't want to bother, just curious. It's so ingrained. The businesswoman special is so ingrained in your DNA. No. You don't even realize when you're doing business it. Business courses through my veins. Courses. <laughs> You'd think we'd be more successful. <laughs> Okay, those are the Fast Life stories. I feel as though you needed to know them. You did, and we can finally now talk about what we've been dying to talk about, which is our review of Netflix's season two of Too Hot to Handle, brought to you by Coors Pure. Do you ever feel like living a balanced life is hard? Like you try super hard to keep up with with what is considered balanced? Well, welcome Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. The new Coors Pure is a refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water. At 92 calories and zero sugar, it is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. Coors Pure is all about promoting balance and giving aggressive affirmations to everyday heroes. Whether you just got that run in or you just got as far as putting on your running clothes, Coors Pure is celebrating you. Don't forget, it's organic. Um, Coors Pure is a perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So summer's around the corner. You find yourself on a beautiful summer day wanting to drink a Coors Pure al fresco. You can do it guilt free with Coors Pure. Organic. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for the Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com slash toast to find where uh, you can find a Coors Pure near you. That's C-O-O-R-S-P-U-R-E dot com slash toast. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. Love it. Thank you for that. I needed a Coors Pure after watching Too Hot to Handle. I needed several because, oh my God, the first four episodes that they dropped, while it wasn't revolutionary, I thought it was cute and I thought that they did a good show of a good job of like casting interesting people while also shifting Lana's rules. Then in the second half of the episodes, we got four and then I think we got five. It became impossible to watch because first of all, throwing new people into the mix did not do anything. Either the people had no respect for the rules and got sent home or they were just uninteresting. Like that girl Elle was stunning and then like I literally forgot that she was even there because she wasn't talking to anyone. Yeah. So that didn't fix anything and then this group just had no respect for the prize. So there was like nothing at stake. There was nothing to lose. There was nothing at stake. And so, I mean, I think giving it to one person made it kind of interesting towards the end. Barely. It's just such a... A, it's such a nothing premise for a show. On, and it, the money, again, like, it needs to be a million dollars. And there was no incentive to keep watching. Like, there was no growth. There was, no, like, no one was evolving. Like, Cam and Emily were the strongest couple, and, like, they were just boring for a while, and then he was like, I'm having doubts. And it was just, like, fake. No, and it's like, Cam was nominated to win because he said no to getting in the shower with another girl. That right. was the growth. Yeah, it's so stupid. Honestly, the one who really did show the most growth is Marvin. Yeah. And Marvin and Melinda actually, like, were the saving grace of the show. And... Even they didn't really help. Like, I was so bored. That final episode where the whole episode, they're voting. And, like, you have to watch flashbacks. And then for... 
I skip, skip, skip. I was like skipping and I'm like, I can't believe we still haven't found out who this one person voted for. They tried so hard to add a ninth episode. If they had made it seven or eight episodes, it would have been better. But oh my God, that last episode. So painful. Was a PowerPoint presentation. Like it was so boring. It was so boring. Then Melinda and Marvin, which were really kind of the saving grace of the show. I thought they both, I'm obsessed with Melinda. Obsessed. Like, she's coming she up on my TikToks now. She's she gorgeous. She should have been nominated for the grand prize because of what she, she changed Marvin. And sh- what she brought to the show. What she like, brought to the show. And also, but like, she, she also changed herself because the, the way she started out with Marvin to the, to the place that they got in their relationship, like she exhibited so much growth. Like I really just saw the Carly storyline. Like, I'm sorry, I had no time for it. But wait, I was, so now, wait, some offline drama. Okay. So Melinda and Marvin, OTP, we loved them. They left boyfriend and girlfriend. Literally this morning, or maybe last night, Melinda posted sexy pictures with Peter, that little short guy who got sent home from Staten Island. Oh, my God. So, like, like in a romantic way? In a like- sexy way. And, like, the comments were sexy, like, between them. It's, like, a sexy thing. Okay. So now we don't know where that stands. Kim and Emily posted a picture together yesterday. Like, they do seem to be still be together. They both have a million followers. They have the most followers from the show. Emily's, like, so gorgeous. I'm obsessed with her. And, like, I had no respect for her for, like, hanging out with Kim. He, like, not, is not even that cute. And he was, like, short. Like... I just didn't understand why she wouldn't be with someone else. Like, that guy Jack was so slept on. He was cute. Who's that? The new one at the end who came for Carly. Joey. Joey, yeah. What did I call him? Jack. Cool. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, the, the Carly storyline, like, was super boring. Even though, like, I really did like Carly a lot. She was just giving me absolutely nothing to work with. And what's so funny is that you texted me. I texted Claudia, because I, I actually was ahead of you in episodes. I was watching all day Thursday, and I texted Claudia saying, hold on, I just want to pull it up verbatim. Yeah. I think it's really important yeah. that we get it word for word. I think, were you a little ahead of me at this point or yes, no? Yes, I was okay. ahead of you. And I said to her, Chase is the biggest loser on this show. <laughs> and I wrote. And she, she wrote back, no, he's nice. So I obviously hadn't made it far enough and yet. And I wrote back, no. Fast forward to last night at 7.51 p.m., Claudia texted me. I mean, you know Claudia has no memory. None. Claudia texted me, Chase is the biggest loser on this show. <laughs> and I screenshotted our conversation from four days before and sent it to her. And she was like, oh my God, she had no clue. So sometimes you guys, all it takes is four days. Because this is the thing. This is the thing. Okay, he's a loser for a many reasons. One, he was wearing turtlenecks the entire time and it was so fucking hot. Like, I don't know why he was wearing turtlenecks with silver chains. He looked like that picture of The Rock, first of all. Second of all, he's a loser because, like, Carly wanted to have a helpful conversation with him and he just dumped her. Like, that's not growth, first of all. Then he's such a loser because he, like, fell in love with this girl, Tabitha, who's just, like, a party girl and was, like, not even interested. And I'm sorry, that scene on the beach where he, like, kind of, you know, like, opened up to her and she was like, honey, it's just a holiday romance. <laughs> was literally the best moment of my life. And that's when I texted you, Chase is the biggest loser on the show. Because he thought he was such hot shit, like running around the property with Marvin, like, oh, fuck me. And then like literally became the biggest loser on the show. Like you absolutely love to see it. Like someone getting their ass handed to them, which they so rightfully deserved. So I texted you, Chase is the biggest loser on the show, a few episodes prior. Not that anything in specific, like specifically happened, but his interviews, like were just giving me such losery vibes. And just everything that he was saying was just, sounding so losery and I felt like in the beginning in the first episode he was one of the guys that most girls were into and then the fact that he ends up with no one just like shows how big of a loser he is and that his personality just sort of pushed them all away and so if you think he's a loser now like wait until you see his TikToks okay okay he is being like so clickbaity like he 
has over a million TikTok followers. He's been TikToking since the episodes came out, like making up rumors. He like literally has a TikTok that kind of implies like Emily and him are like talking and she's coming to see him. But then like I, I went to go check Emily's Instagram and like she's happy with Cam. So he's like being thirsty. He's doing all these TikToks like, oh, I won't, you know, make a fake relationship for clout and tagging Marvin, which kind of implies like Melinda and Peter's really like he's just being so thirsty and he's like lip singing to all these songs. And he doesn't know the words, which is my biggest pet peeve. Like, don't lip sing a song if you don't know the words. So he's literally like, okay, sing a song. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be Chase lip syncing it. Okay. Okay. Hunt down. We going to have a good time. A thousand hands up to the sky. We going to get toasty tonight. Like he's just moving his mouth and it's infuriating to watch. Um, but he's having a lot of success on TikTok. Like people are flocking because they're like curious what's going on now. Um, and according to Chase's TikToks, like he's literally meeting up with Emily like it makes no fucking sense this is the first time I watched a reality show where I like when I finished it I just turned it off and like opened my kindle as opposed to stalking every single cast member and trying to find out what's going on right now because that's how he like went to LA to hang out with Harry Jowsey and obviously like Harry Jowsey like went to catch and like called the paparazzi on himself and you know Chase is there like you know pretending the paparazzi's for him and like he's taking the videos from TMZ and like putting it on his TikTok and it's honestly I blame Harry Jowsey for giving these men false hope yeah that they like what Harry Jowsey actually did has built so for, impressive it's really impressive Francesca too Francesca too like went from like a one season wonder and like really has a, a business and podcast LA like, like influencer lifestyle like he's got a good thing going it's not just like 15 minutes and I really think I really think Cam like looks in the mirror and sees Harry Jowsey yes staring, <laughs> no no and Emily Emily looks in the mirror and sees Francesca staring yeah back. and yeah. it's just it's not the same it's not because when did Two Out to Handle come out? Were we in COVID? We were in COVID and it, we were clearly desperate, desperate for content. Because and we had just come off of watching Love is Blind and we thought this was going to be as good. And it wasn't, but it was still good. Yeah, it was still good. But we also got really interesting cast members. And when I finished the episode, um, the season finale, it started playing season one. And they do like a recap in the beginning of what we can expect for, the, for season one. And like, I do think season one was a much better season with like much more interesting people. people. This was like actually atrocious. And it was so bad, so dreadful, so boring. I will ne- never watch the show again. Like I'm... I'm so done with it. Like the event, like the time that they took out of my life, like I'll never get that back and I'll never get the brain cells back. And that's the most hurtful part. You won't get that. I have so few left and I'm just like giving them out like free candy. I need to really be more conservative with my my brain cells. 100%. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad that you see my side and see that I wasn't just being a hater grandma. No, no, I'm I'm such a fucking hater. No, and I I apologize. Like I was wrong. Like you were just like, this show sucks. And I'm like, girl, like it's not a historical fiction. That's why you don't like it. But you were 100% right. I couldn't see what you saw. The writing on the wall. I'm so sorry you were 100% right. This was such a piece of shit show. Like I actually, (laughs) I actually, except for Melinda, I like see these people on Instagram and I have like like a tick like I, I have a visceral reaction I hate them because they bothered me so much on the show like I hate them and that's how I'm feeling with Chase right now like his TikToks are actually like I have to go to anger management like that's how angry they're making me except for Melinda can Her- you block someone so they don't come up yeah but like it's like a it's like a thing like I hate but I love to watch yeah and also Melinda I hope her TikToks never go away. She's literally just like making the world her runway strutting like Naomi Campbelling down on like some random fucking street it's so premium. She's actually, I think, maybe the prettiest girl to ever come out of a reality show. Yeah. I can't get over it. And her hair and makeup was so stellar the entire time. I just, I actually stand. No, I 100%. She's the only redeeming thing about this season, truly. But they tried us. The house was really nice, though. Yeah. 
What do you think it was? It was in Turks and Caicos. Oh, I was going to say it was giving me Turks and Caicos vibes. They said it was Turks and Caicos. I really wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Trash. Absolute trash. Save yourself the time. Go watch season two of Are You the One on Netflix. It's literally so fucking good. Now you need to watch some other seasons of Are You the One because there's. Oh, I started season one last night with Ben because Ben finished it with me and he's obsessed. It's just a really good concept. And when I was watching Too Hot to Handle, like, and I, since I've always watched Are You the One, I'm like, this would be so much better if, like, if it just had Are You the One vibes or if these people were on Are You the One. Like, we just need a better premise. Yeah, and honestly, I think that Netflix is casting the same people. Like, all these people are, like, professional Instagram models. Like, and the thing about Are You the One that I liked was, like, these were just actual regular people who, like, weren't perfect looking and, like, made questionable fashion choices. <laughs> and it made the show so funny and interesting. And... It's like a little too perfect. Like everyone's dresses is amazing. Everyone's body's so snatched and perfect with their little it's titties. True. Like it's like too much. Like give me some chaos. Give me some Claire Crawley energy. It's true. Are you the one? Is very much like just a a, a perfect show. Singles, imperfect. Yeah, but perfect for one another. No, you mean oh yeah? Are you the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just watching those two, even though they're like not similar, like it really highlighted how bad Too Hot to Handle is. I will not be watching ever again. Like, I'm, I'm fucking done. They've disgraced my time and my energy and my brain cells. I'm so happy to hear that because that means I don't have to watch ever again. And that is our show. Any other content we watched this week on? No, we were together. I started this book called The Lion's Den. Oh, we also watched Vampire Academy. Which I love so much, but Claudia couldn't appreciate because people were being loud the whole time. It was such a bad movie. Like, you know so I good. love a dumb it's movie. So it's fucking so good. bad, it's you guys. It's so amazing. Don't watch it. It's the don't best it. movie ever. Don't do no, it. No, it's literally so good. I wouldn't say best movie ever because, like, you know, Confessions of a Shopaholic is out there, but... Yeah, because <laughs> movies like Confessions of a Shopaholic exist. Yeah, but Vampire Academy is really good. It's star-studded. It's based on a series of books. And then I was like, I should read the books because yeah. we never got a sequel to the movie because there was haters like you out there who were like, don't give it to us. Um, and I would like to know what don't happens. Don't give it to I us. I would like to know what happens to Vasily um, But I would like totally be a Maroi, right? Uh, you, you can't see me dedicating my life to someone else. <laughs> a Drogon or whatever they're uh, called. A Dom Pierre. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be um, a Maroi. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's very true. Or I a Strogoi. <laughs> I would be a Strogoi. You would be a Maroi. See, you did like it. No, I didn't. Um, and so I wanted to read the books, but then I had just watched the movie and it was way, it, it was so redundant. I was like, this is a waste of my time. So I started Lion's Den, which is so good. Um, you'll like it. I think everyone will like it. I really do. But I'm only 60% of the way, so who knows what happens. But, That's like more than half. Yeah, but like what if the end is, you know, so unrewarding? You'll still like the book. You never know. Um, okay, cool. That's well, it. That's all I had to say. Cool, cool, cool. And that's all she wrote. Is it? Yeah, she looks about done. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please help me to subscribe. Leave this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow already for... Hum day. day. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.